Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to the Balance Bond Podcast, Soul on Fire. I am recording this on a rainy day in Los Angeles. Hopefully, when you listen to this, the skies will be bright and beautiful, or maybe you love the rain. So either way, it's beautiful outside. It's super cozy in here, and I'm very excited, very, very, very excited about today's guest, the beautiful Kenzie Burke. So... I will get so into how much I love Kenzie in this episode. She became so quickly like such a soul sister to me ever since we recorded this episode. Actually, from the second that she walked into my front door and I started started seeing her face shape-shifting into Pleiadians, into galaxies, into old, super old soul type of shamanic, beautiful, beautiful things. I was stopped in my tracks. Kenzie is very young. I believe she's 23. We talk about that in the podcast. And she is an old soul. And as I always say, age is just a number. You can be any age. Your soul can still be so wise, so beautifully wise. But being at such a young age, Kenzie has accomplished so much. She is so wise beyond her years. I'm incredibly impressed with her. You may know her from her online presence at Kenzie Burke on Instagram and her brand, Kenzie Burke Health. She's a health coach and she is one of the leading health coaches who talks about food combining. She has an incredible 21-day reset program. And then she also has a 10-day reboot, which is literally iconic, you guys. It's beautiful. Her books look like they remind me of like a very glamorous Vogue magazine meets New York Times newspaper meets Marilyn Monroe era type of beauty and aesthetic. It's so captivating. It's so gorgeous. When I started following Kenzie on Instagram after kind of discovering her through other bloggers and realizing that Kenzie has a history of Lyme disease, just like myself, and that she has mostly healed holistically through food supplements, food combining. She's also plant-based. I start, I sent her a message immediately I was on my way to Bali and I was feeling all hyped up on caffeine. And I sent her this message like, oh my God, we're the same person. I'm recovering from Lyme as well. I'm healing from Lyme. I also um, am 
plant-based and we eat super similarly and I'm so inspired by you. And she responded. She was super sweet. We started talking. And ever since then, it's just been this hilarious and amazing thing where I follow her stories and I'm like, I ate that today. And then she follows my stories and she's like, I did this today because we end up doing so many of the same things. And we also end up in so many of the same places in the sense that even a couple of days ago, I stopped by my favorite coconut water booth at the farmer's market and the sweet girl, Allie, who works at the booth said, oh, Kenzie's here. So immediately I texted Kenzie, are you at the farmer's market? And she was like, yes. And so I got to see her. She got to meet Jonathan. I met her friends who were in town and she just is this instantly this grounding, this beautiful presence. She's such a light in my life. She's such an angel. I feel some serious sisterly energy with her. And it doesn't matter that we've only known each other for this short period of time in this life because I know we've been connected in previous lifetimes. I'm just, I'm so, I'm so proud of her. I'm so impressed by her. I'm so inspired by her. She gives me such permission to be exactly who I am. Kenzie and I both do things quite differently, very against the grain. She speaks about what it's like to be an entrepreneur. And while the success is incredible and addicting and wonderful, it can also be a very lonely path. And she's very open about that. Kenzie's very much a quality over quantity person when it comes to the people in her life, when it comes to everything. Her brand is the epitome of simple is beautiful, simple is sexy, she is gorgeous. I could sing her praises forever. I'm truly so blessed to know her. Very, very, very happy to share this episode with you guys today. If you've been listening to my podcast for a while, you know I have quite the connection and the love for the Pleiadians and for other realms of being. And if this is one of your first times listening to the podcast and you have no idea what that means, don't worry, you're in the right place. I was kind of explaining the Pleiadian life to Kenzie a little bit on the podcast. And then if you want to learn more about that, you can definitely listen to previous episodes of mine, like my solo episode from last week, as well as episodes with Nicola Berman, with Brie Melanson, and with some other people where we talk deeper about that kind of stuff. But it was very cool to meet Kenzie, see how cosmic she is, and then honestly, just like adopt her into my life because I just want to be with her all the time. Love her, appreciate her. She's fantastic. So very much happy to share this episode with you guys. Before we dive into the episode, a couple things. One, I just wanted to remind you that the Balance Bond digital store is now live. And in the store, you can find everything from my spiritual course to my plant-based recipe book to my Detox Your Life program. And we recently added in just the recipes, which is Um, It's a smaller book. It's more affordable. To be honest, I think they're all affordable because I purposely price things at a price point that is attainable for people, I hope. But this one is, is the most affordable and it's just the recipes. So I hope you'll check it out. You can find the link in the show notes. You can also find it through my website. 
And then I wanted to thank our sponsor for today's episode, Hum Nutrition. Hum Nutrition is my go-to beauty supplement company. I've been taking their supplements for many years now, but if you're new to taking supplements, Hum Nutrition is also for you because you can talk to nutritionists on their website. You can talk to registered dietitians, ask them questions, take a little quiz to get started just to help you see what you're deficient in. You also get just a lot of details on there when you take the quiz about what supplements would be right for you, what herbs would be right for you, depending on what you're struggling with, whether it be insomnia, energy, skin issues, anti-aging, mood support, they pretty much have everything. So my favorite, my always go-to is the Daily Cleanse, which is a combination of green algae and detox herbs. It's completely vegan, completely organic, non-GMO, helps to cleanse the skin and the body. I also love their Uber Energy, which supports natural energy through adrenal strength. So a lot of us who have Lyme disease and any type of chronic illness, I think you'll appreciate. I love to take the big chill, which helps me cope with stress, helps remove any signs of stress. I think with everything going on in the world right now, anything that enhances our ability to stay calm and focused is helpful for any and all of us. It's full of adaptogens that can help to balance your adrenals. There's rhodiola in it. It's also vegan. So you can find tons of vegan supplements on their site. They also have a couple non-vegan things. So it's basically for everybody. They're trustworthy for many reasons. They're non-GMO. They're sustainably sourced pure and potent. Like I said, they work with nutritionists on their site. Everything's clinically tested. I just trust them. They're phenomenal. So you can use the code SOUL, S-O-U-L at checkout for 20% off any and all Hum Nutrition products. And with that, thank you so much, Hum Nutrition. Let's get into this episode with Kenzie. Kenzie, I'm so happy that you're here. I'm so happy to be here. I feel like we must have had many lifetimes knowing each other because For sure. this is like a soul connection. A hundred percent. Beginning with your astrologer texting you on the way here. <laughs> My so astrologer wild. texted me on the way here and she said, I don't know if you've ever heard of the Balanced Blonde, but I think you should listen to her <laughs> podcast. You two share the same sparkle. <laughs> I love that. Well, you are very sparkly. So that Thank is you. a compliment. Yeah. It's like this deep soul recognition. I feel it when I look at your photos and videos and everything you share that I'm just like, Yes. I love everything you do. So I'm very, very excited to share you with the Balanced Blonde listeners today. So I usually like to start at the beginning. Tell us a little bit about where you grew up, where you're from, what was your childhood like? So I grew up in Wisconsin, a very small town in the country was my early childhood years, was in the middle of nowhere. And um, growing up, I, I was a little alien child. I never fit in. My mom would take me to the park and I wouldn't play. I would just go sit by her. I did not want to play. I was in every possible school you could imagine, public, private, homeschool, in and out of school, just struggling. I loved to work. I started babysitting when I was 10 and that was 
what, how I filled my time. I would babysit. I just loved being independent. And I had a good childhood, but I was frustrated for most of my childhood. I wanted to be an adult. I did not like where I lived. It was so small. I just, I always felt like there was more and more and more. So I, you know, I struggled as a kid. But then when I graduated high school, I moved straight to Los Angeles. I was, as you know, diagnosed with Lyme's disease when I was 16. So I was very sick from 14 to 16, just terrible migraines, brain fog, and it was taking over my life. I would come home from school and I would go lay in a dark bedroom for days and days. And it was just mentally really hard. I think I was young. And so the body aches and pains, they did not seem to bother me as much because it was kind of normal to me in a way because I just had had it. So, but the mental, my mental outlook was really poor. I was just a very negative person, just dark, didn't have much confidence, but I was always very strong willed. So I, graduated high school and I moved to LA. I don't know how that even happened. I had never been to LA, but I just knew that I needed to live there. Wow! So I packed up a car and I brought $2,000, which I would never do that again. Right. But I learned so much and I was here in LA. And through that, I worked job after job. I was a nanny, a personal assistant, a waitress. I went to the styling industry. I went into photography. I tried all these things that were not meant for me. And then finally, my health and my Lyme really just told me to stop. Mm-hmm. And at the time, it was horrible. I think I don't, I haven't said this part out loud, but I just was, you know, at the end of a styling industry day interning and I got home and I was on the carpet on my floor calling my mom. And I was like, I don't want to live. I don't feel good. And I don't have friends and I don't know what to do. And I was tired and I was frustrated. And I went and saw a doctor. I'm someone who never likes to ask for help. So I went to a doctor and she was like, look, your Lyme is not going to get better if you're not living in alignment with who you are. And on the way home, I signed up for the Institute of Integrative Nutrition. And from there, I quit everything. I had no money and I just made it work. And I went to school for health and wellness. And I just started to live in my truth and less for my image. My entire life, I was living for an image. You know, I think I liked clothes. So I thought I should work in the styling industry and I should work for the Kardashians. And I liked photography. So I should be the best photographer. And then I realized that those were things that I just liked. It wasn't who I was Mm -hmm. and that I could still like them and not worry about what my image was. And the second I started to live for what my soul was speaking was when my life changed, my health changed and everything just changed. That is huge. It is huge. Yeah. I mean, I have so many things to say about that because first of all, how cool is it that you're kind of doing all those things now within your brand? You can still integrate fashion. You can still integrate photography. The style, the the aesthetic aesthetic, of your brand and your blog is so beautiful. So it goes to show that you have those passions too, Mm -hmm. because we can be such multifaceted people who are into health and wellness, who are also into fashion, Mm -hmm. who also have an eye for photography. 
And I think the world is so amazing now how we can blend all of those things. It's the best. It's amazing. Yeah. And then also just how Lyme can truly be our greatest gift. Mm -hmm. And I'm so just like, it gives me chills to hear you say it because I got Lyme a bit later than you did. Um, Although I do think I had it when I was a teenager. I just was not diagnosed until two years ago. So I was just kind of living with a low level of Lyme for maybe... It is, it's, it's odd when you don't know. Well, it's so odd because you're just going to push like, past and it. You, you know something's not right, but you don't know what. Right. And everybody tells you you're fine and you look fine. So you're like, okay, yeah, I'm fine. That's how and I in was the living. back of your head, you're like, something just does not feel right in my yeah. life. And I always told my mom and other people close to me, one day I'm going to be diagnosed with a very serious disease. I swear, because nothing feels good. Like it's not normal to feel so much pain all throughout your body, have all these food sensitivities, insomnia, bloating, just everything. Of course, it's all (laughs) related. So I always had that feeling as well. But the fact that you at such a young age, we're able to recognize Lyme as such a gift because it can be the hardest thing. And like you said, it can make you lose your will to live. Mm -hmm. And I've felt that way as well. It's a hor. there's no worse feeling Mm -hmm. where there's just pain just overcomes you and it doesn't feel worthwhile to live Mm because why live with so much pain? So that doctor that told you to live in alignment with your soul, that's amazing. Is that a natural doctor. It was a natural doctor. Her and her husband have a little clinic. So he, she, you know, it's Eastern Western mixed and it was straight from blood tests. And it was that moment that hit me where when she said that to me, it was the first time someone ever just said what I needed to hear Mm -hmm. in that way. Mm -hmm. And I signed up for the Institute of Integrative Nutrition on the way home because I thought I want to do that for someone else. Like wow. that was my whole thought process. It was just, just her telling me to stop was all I needed. I just needed someone to tell me like, your health is not going to be happy if you're not happy. And no one had ever done that. And it was this constant, I mean, I'm young, but my whole life, it was this, it was this motion. It was, okay, I'm going to just go to this school. And then I didn't like this school. So I ended this school and then I went to a new school. And then it was like that with my jobs, you know, and it was just, icky. It just was icky. And I was never happy and mm-hmm. my health wasn't happy. And it just, I mean, I would go to bed at 7.30 every night it, up until two years ago. Wow. Yeah. So things have definitely yes. changed. I love that you did IIN. I love I, IIN. I did it as well around probably the same age that you did. So the parallels in our lives are really so crazy, miraculous, really. Mm-hmm. It's like so cool. And then when I, so I just have to tell you this before we go on. When I look into your eyes, like I see your face shape shift into all these beautiful things, which I see with certain people, people who are very old souls, wise <laughs> souls. You are like truly angelic and very alien. I don't yes. know. Do you know about the Pleiadians? Not much, but I want to know more. Okay. So I can tell you this now because people yes, listening to do. the podcast, um, if they listen, have listened before, then they're familiar with Pleiadians. Um, if they're new, then they'll learn a bit too. So I learned about this maybe three or four years ago now where I, like you, I had always felt so different, not really human, 
alien child, mm-hmm. all those things. And I had this dear friend who is a shaman now in Ojai and she had me come see her. She asked me to come see her because she was getting all these kind of angel whisperings in her ear. Like Mm -hmm. you must talk to Jordan. She needs this. So I went and saw her and she basically told me, you Jordan, you are Pleiadian. You're connected to the stars. You're connected to, you could call it aliens. They're really just like fifth dimensional beings. Okay. Um, of love mm-hmm. and whatever that means to certain people connected to the stars, very old souls, just super cosmic. And from there, it was like a very eye-opening experience because mm-hmm. she was, she was crying, super emotional. She felt our third eyes connecting and I just wasn't really there yet. So I knew something powerful was happening, but I wasn't feeling all the things she was feeling. And then I went on this spiritual journey for the last several years since then, like obsessively studied the Pleiadians and it's just very fun. Mm -hmm. Um, And I see that in you. And it's crazy because a lot of people who are connected in that way, we have a similar eye color and you have this like- We have the same same eye color. blue eyes that are like literally so cosmic. and they're getting bluer. My eyes have been getting bluer. Okay. <laughs> Chill. So this is really weird. I I mean, I'll take a video of myself and I'll look at it. And I'm like, I swear my eyes are getting brighter. Well, literally. So your eyes are so bright. You're wearing this beautiful denim outfit. Your eyes are like radiating the same color as your outfit. And lately, this is so crazy. People have been telling me that my eyes are getting bluer. And that, that is crazy. And that one eye, when I start talking about all the psychic stuff, gets like way bluer, <laughs> according to some people. And um, this very good friend of mine who actually married us, she officiated our wedding. She was just noticing it the other night. And she's one of the most intuitive psychic people that I know. So it's truly wild. And it is. I think the reason that I'm talking about it here on the actual episode is because I think a lot of people listening are like us Mm -hmm. and people who feel really different and maybe they have or have not found their path yet. And it's hard. It's so hard. I mean, different and not in the flow. Just in the past two months is when I've really said it Mm -hmm. proud is like, Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm not, I've, kind of was an alien child. You know, I did I didn't know how to talk about it. It was always I grew up very traditional. It was small town, you know. You didn't you you went to school unnormally. You didn't go to 18 million school. I mean, I was weird as right, like right. I was homeschooled. People thought we were crazy. My grandparents thought we were weird. And then you go to university near home ish. You marry the person from high school or your university and you go back to your hometown and you have children, Mm -hmm. you know? And that was just not, I was just so out there. Yeah. And um, yeah, and just in the way I thought, you know, I think I, I, I had a hard time even at parties in high school. It was, I did not want to be there. I did not understand why we were here. You know, mm-hmm. I would sit in the corner. Because you're, you're an old soul yes. who thinks of things yes. more philosophically or mm-hmm. whatever it may be. Um, yeah, which I can totally relate to. And that is why, because on the flip side, you're living in the flow now and you are creating from this cosmic source is what Mm -hmm. I would say. Like you are creating anyone who follows you. And if people listening don't follow you yet, 
they'll start following you and they'll see what I'm talking about. Everything you create is beautiful. It's full of valuable information. I would say it's channeled from a cosmic source because it's always flowing through you. Mm -hmm. You are creating thing after thing after thing because you're living in the flow. Mm -hmm. And doesn't it feel so good? It does. Yeah. It does. So tell everybody what you've been creating, what you've been doing, and like where you get your inspiration from. So I created the 21 Day Reset, which is called 21 Days to Your Best Body. And I created this a year and a half ago. So I was finishing up at IIN and they're teaching you how to coach people and that was nice, but I still was not sold on that's what I needed to do. And I was thinking about myself as a young woman who has struggled with finding the right way of eating, who struggled with body image, who struggled with poor mindsets. I mean, I, I struggled. And so I was thinking of the things that I did to try to help myself. And I bought plan after plan. I studied people's blogs. You know, I really, I tried everything. I was always a guinea pig. I was never afraid to try things on myself. And I could not find something that clicked. And, you know, through all my research and through feeling poorly and through not loving my body and my mindset, I tried every diet. I tried every lifestyle. And I came upon this method of eating called food combining and I started food combining and I started to notice drastic changes within my health, within my body. I just became plant-based because I wasn't trying to become plant-based. It's just what happened. It was like the ripple effect where you just start to feel good and then it happens. And it was this little ounce of magic that I felt like I found. Um, because I started to gain such a good relationship with my food, with what I was putting in my body, which then started translating to more love outside of my body. I, um, I still struggle a bit with that part, love in the sense of like loving, like intimacy, loving other humans and like letting people in close to my heart. But I struggled with that just on a basis with myself, like looking in the mirror and confidence levels. Like I would, if I was getting a photo taken of myself, I'd be thinking, oh no, 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 no. You know, it was that whole thing. And as I started to fuel my body in this way, I started to love the food I ate, which made me stand a little bit taller. It made me proud of my choices. And I would start to notice myself working in the styling industry. I would go. And it's very funny because I I got this styling internship with the stylist that I wanted to work for so bad. She was really like high top up there, wanted it so bad. She texted me and said I could come. And my first thought was, what am I going to, how am I going to eat my food? How am I going to make my smoothie? So I would grab my little cooler and I would put my smoothie, my avocado toast, my lunch, my dinner, my rice cakes, everything, and put it in the back of my car. And in between jobs, I would eat. And in the styling industry, no one eats. That's not like your black coffee. Right. You know? And I would go to these fittings and all of these women wouldn't be eating. And So then I started to get a little self-conscious just even sitting with friends and I would finish my plate, you know, and people would be, oh, I'm not really hungry. And I started to notice this problem in the world with women and their relationship with their food and their body. So as I was finishing IIN, I had this moment where I was, I, you know, I, I remembered that moment with my doctor when she told me I need to change my life. 
I knew I wanted to help other people. And I knew the problem as someone who's gone through it all. I knew what I wanted to try to solve. So I just started writing. I just started creating this 21-day reset. And I just wrote page after page after page after page. My dad helped me edit it all. Love that. I spent hours and hours in Photoshop. I mean, the first book was janky. If someone sees the first book compared to what it's now, people would be amazed. But, you know, I just put it all in Photoshop and I sent it out there. And... A month or two later, a big influencer did it and she saw a massive change within her life and had a sparkle. Someone who you're now very good friends with, Now I'm very good friends with. So we were just Instagram acquaintances and she would always swipe up to my food stories and say, oh, I wish I wish I would have eaten this way before my trip to Mexico. I'm in Mexico. And she had done that multiple times. And finally, I wrote back. And this was in the very beginning and I was still very broke. And I, you know, my reset was out there, but no one had really done it yet. And I wrote back and I said, do it for 21 days. I'll help you. And after 21 days, her life changed completely. And she posted about it. And from there, it just blew up. Honestly. So cool. Yeah. Because it was meant to be. Because it was meant to be. And... I've helped so many people, you know, I've helped people with PCOS, with Lyme disease, with so many autoimmune diseases. I've helped the girl find her confidence back and it was everything. And it happened so quickly, but the stories I receive about the results after the 21 day reset, they're not just like, thank you. They are long, they are thoughtful. They have, some of them have trauma, some of them, you know, and it's just, it's been insane and so humbling. And it was, like I know now why I was put on this earth. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and even the way you talk about it, you light up because yes. it's such a true passion and it's what you were meant to be doing. And you had to go through all those health struggles and life struggles to to get there. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you signed up for IIN, which led you to this because you were at your rock bottom with Lyme is truly, it's very remarkable. It's like, a testament to how chronic illness is a gift. It is. Mm-hmm. It's been my biggest gift. Yeah. And it, when it comes now, which it, it's came, it's also my gift. It tells me to slow down. I mean, in the moment I'm like, why? But when I reflect after a week, I know it tells me to slow down. It tells me what I need to do next and how I need to do it. And it always changes my tone of voice a little bit. It's and a I'm teacher. Yeah. yeah. It's like that thing that pops up and it's so frustrating. Like, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. I do not want to get knocked down. I get this all the time too. But then I realize, oh, something comes I have from it. So much more to learn. Something's like, born. Just have to keep listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. So food combining. So cool. I love that it's part of your reset. I love that it's part of what helped you heal. Mm -hmm. So talk about that. How did you discover it? Um, I discovered it digging deep. So have you heard of Harvey Diamond? Mm -hmm. So I found it through Harvey Diamond. And, you know, I was at this time where I was, I was going towards things that were attractive and buying girls plans that, you know, had the Instagram following and the body and all of that. And it wasn't working. And Harvey Diamond's like an old, old G. Like Mm -hmm. in his books, like, I mean, it's just a book. It's just a chapter book. And I ordered it and I read what he was saying about, you know, giving your body more energy and optimizing your digestion and, you know, not going to bed like really bloated with food. I mean, and I was someone who I went to the bathroom every two days my whole life. I thought that was super normal. I had no idea that was not normal. 
I had no idea. You know, I was like every other day, you know, and I used to like talk. I remember even telling my parents, like I go every other day, like as Uh if it was cool. So when I read all of this, what Harvey Diamond was talking about and how he was, you know, exposed to the chemical agent orange and most people died, you know, and he was able to live a life based off of food combining, giving his body more energy to kind of fight that off. It really resonated with me. Something clicked. So I gave it a shot. I cleared everything I was doing. I bought some fruits. I made smoothies, you know, and I just, I kind of just started creating it myself based off of the information he gave. And then I started listening to my body, you know, what what does combine well, the body knows. And from there, you know, I did it for close to a year and people would start to ask me, what are you doing? What are you eating? You look different. You're, you know, and that was that moment where I was like, okay, now food combining is much more talked about, but a year and a half ago, two years ago, it was not, it was not, I was really digging deep to find information on it. Um, and so that was that moment where I was like, I'm going to share this and I'm going to make it attractive and yeah. I'm going to make people want to Which eat Which you have. Yes. You've made it so attractive, so sexy with the photos and beautiful and... Because health is sexy. It is. And you inspired me to get back on the food combining train because years ago when I was living in New York, I had a colonic hydrotherapist. Mm-hmm. This, They're big who, on that. Who's now gotten... He, he's very well known, Gil Jacobs. Oh, he I love him. He's big on food combining. I'm sure yes, you know. I've watched um, all the YouTube videos I can find with him in it. (laughs) Totally. Same. So when I was younger or when I was living in New York Mm -hmm. and was struggling so much with undiagnosed Lyme, pre-diagnosis, and so many health issues and just family things, food combining was recommended to me. And I got super into it and super into Natalia Rose, who's Mm -hmm. like a big, she's amazing too, with food combining and plant-based. And I was like, an obsessive raw vegan. And that's kind of my past because definitely no longer raw. And I also was not vegan for a few years. Yeah. Big part of my journey. I just had a lot to learn, but I kind of left food combining in the past. And then when I started following you and seeing like your amazing meals and food combining, it just re-inspired me. Like, you know what? I am doing this again. And I've felt better ever since. So that Mm -hmm. was on the way to our honeymoon in Bali, I listened to your episode on the Skinny Confidential podcast. And then you were found in Bali with all of that fruit. Yeah, I immediately sent you a message yes. being like, we need to know each other. <laughs> like, we are so similar. And I swear, I've felt so much better because bloating such an issue for me. It's an issue. I mean, I'm bloated this week because I had a little bit of a Lyme flare, but that's mm-hmm. the number one, my immediate like, oh, I pushed it. Yeah. That's it. That's where I get it immediately is totally section. And my mom has Lyme too. And she gets it there too. Wow. Yeah. So I think it's really amazing. Yeah. I think to modernize these things that are super not trendy, one way to put it, mm-hmm. like the other way that I eat the salt, oil, sugar-free plant-based, it's super untrendy. And But the thing is, is what I like to talk with food combining and the way you eat and all of that. It's, it's not trendy. But it's basic knowledge. It's, it's super basic. You know, I, I have people, I get backlash all the time. You know, right. it's what you talk about is not backed by science. How do you know what you're... And what I, about personal experience? And, what but about, all of those things that we've modern, like 
keto and pa- all of those things that are such equations, right? It's like the equa- and then you look at something like the way you eat or food combining, and you think of when we were first put on this earth, what did we eat? Mm-hmm. We had fruit in the morning. Exactly. Because that's what we could find. Yeah. And, and we, one thing at a time. Yeah. Because we, we didn't have all like this salt and, and sugar and oil. I mean, exactly. That's when people say that it's, you know, what you talk about is not science. I'm like, yeah, it's not a science and that's why it works. Well, it's exactly. Because it's just how we're supposed it's to eat. deeply intuitive yeah. as well. It and is intuitive. And now, I mean, just how I eat is so intuitive. It's like, I just go about my, I don't think about it. It's right. just what I eat. Yeah, it's such a beautiful thing. Yeah. I know. The backlash is hard. You've got to <laughs> tune it out. I get For it sure. all the time. People being like, where's the scientific research about SOS free? And I'm like, I could send you some studies, but like <laughs> what you will learn in those <laughs> studies it. probably won't mean anything yeah. to you. Um, yeah, it's all about trying it and just the people who are healing from chronic inflammation and bloating and so many things, the way you've said you've helped so Weight many people. and mental clarity yeah. and confidence. So how do you deal with the backlash? Because I know you got a lot of backlash at first Ooh. when you were, when your brand was new and growing, which has all happened so fast. So yes. how did you deal with it? That was very hard. So I have, you know, moments in my life where before I would always be negative before, before I would always be negative. Oh, like my first boyfriend broke up with me. What was me? Oh, I, you know, I feel like my lime's bad. What was me? I hate my job. What was me? And it would always be in my head. I would always say, why is it always me? Why do I have a streak of bad luck? Why? I mean, I was, I was the person that even just living in LA, it was like, I had the worst week and it would be Friday at six and it'd be pouring rain in LA, which it never rains. And I'd be going through an intersection. I'd get a flat tire and I would have like $10 in my bank account. Like that was like my life constantly is because I was so negative that right. that negative stuff, I was manifesting the law of attraction it. for yes, sure. And it would happen. And I'd be like, Oh, of course, you know, right. it was like, <laughs> exactly. So I was in this pattern. Right. And so my reset took off and it was doing really well. I was it was just crazy. It was crazy. And then, yes, I had a nasty, nasty backlash. It was like 300 emails. I was put on Daily Mail, Cosmopolitan. And I was very new in the space. I was very innocent. I still, I had found my voice. I'd found my reset, but I wasn't the human I am right now. Right. And that whole incident made me the human I am now. It was that moment where, I mean, it took me two months to like really get back on my feet from that because anything I said was nasty. People said nasty things. And I mean, so it was mean. like, I I had so much attention from people who had no idea who I was, no idea what I've been through. You know, it was That's just like people saying I had really bad intentions. And, you know, I would talk, I would call my dad and my dad would be like, do these people not realize that all you are talking about is eating fruits, I know. vegetables, <laughs> whole grains and eating until you feel satisfied and happy. It's crazy. And it would be like that moment where I was, I was like, why does no one get that? You know, and and people would be like, oh, that girl, that food combining girl. And I would always think food combining is a simple way to be mindful of the way you were combining your foods. It does not mean don't eat this. It does not mean weigh this. It does not mean count this. It just means be mindful of what you're pairing. Maybe you want to eat more fruit in the morning versus the afternoon. It's just, it's very innocent. And so to get that was hard and it took me a minute. But through all of that, the 
10-day reboot program, which I launched a month ago, was born because I had to learn how to be invincible. You know, I did not want to give up. I wasn't going to let that be what stopped me. And it made my message louder and stronger. It made me find my brand, honestly. Yeah, completely. Because first of all, if people are talking about you and obsessing over you, it means you're doing something right and I because they that. care and yeah. they're noticing. But it's so hard as the individual going through it because getting that much hate is so toxic and so hard. And you have to be so strong. And you're one person and people think they're attacking this brand and company. They have no it's idea like who they're you talking are one to. one person, yeah. a young girl who's helping people. Lives alone. Like right. it was like... It's so awful. Yeah. And when I was starting out, I had something similar happen where I was a vegan blogger and then I stopped being vegan. I was just kind of going through some stuff. And the vegan community, which of course I am now plant-based and such a supporter. I've always been an advocate for the plant-based way of life. So truly attacking the wrong person the whole time. But um, that's how it goes. Yeah. I was so viciously attacked and it's similar to what you're saying, where it was from people who did not follow me, who did not know one single thing about Mm me and thought that I was like the anti-vegan, which was never true, but I had all these death threats and thousands of YouTube videos made about killing me. Like that's yeah. how serious this community is. And YouTube is a, well, it's scary. scary world. So <laughs> I mean, all of that to yeah. say it was really hard. And so you said like two-ish months, it knocked you down for me and knocked me down for like two years because mm-hmm. I was just like, what is going on? Well, anything how you can say people is not right. be so yeah. mean? Like, yeah. Um, the and it makes you trolls. actually really look at society as a mm-hmm. whole. I mean, I started to get to the place and now when I get mean messages, which is not often, but when I do, my response to them is so much different. It's like I truly send people love. Right. And I respond to them in the kindest, but realest, like, do you know what you're saying? And then I always say, I'm sending you a lot of love. And 90% of the time I get left on scene and 10% of the time I get, you're right, that was mean and I'm sorry. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. And I love that. And I love that approach. And I'm with you on that approach. And if I respond, I now do that as well. I tend to just not respond. I tend mm-hmm. to block and delete because for me, I just like to I keep block that too. bubble of light around me. And it's yeah. like, oh my gosh, this toxic energy doesn't need to be here. However, I think responding with love is so mature, so compassionate. And it's true. It's that hurt people hurt people. Mm -hmm. And if they're hurting that bad, then yeah, they do deserve some compassion and some love. It's unfortunate to be the target. Mm -hmm. But the thing about the internet and internet hate that you've probably come to realize by now is that there's like the thing of the moment and Mm -hmm. you were the thing of the moment. And now people are over it. You know, I mean, not in a bad, I mean, no, in, the, and in the negative way. Honestly, People are over a lot the negativity and they're on to the next. Exactly. A lot of them have come back. There That's was amazing. a lot of like anti-Kenzie Burke, anti-reset, anti-this. And I have seen a lot of them back on the reset. How funny. The, yeah. And so that just goes to show they've always cared. that in life, you know, I think what I learned through that, and I'm sure you learned, is you just have to stick to yourself and stay true to you and block out the noise. And eventually... 
the more mature you get and the more experience you have, the stronger you stand. And the less those people really want to mess with you because it's like, it's, I was an easy target last summer and I see that now. I was this young girl who got a huge, I mean, I was growing 20,000 followers a week. Like it was like insane, huge. right? And all these other young girls were doing it. And I, I just, a lot of attention. And I was kind of just, okay, taking it. So I was an easy target. And now I just, it's not like that anymore, you know? And it's like, no matter what anyone says, I'm going to stand by my brand. I'm going to stand by myself. I'm going to stand by what I preach. And I've built a really strong community out of that. Right. Yeah. It's harder to mess with someone who is so strong and and empowered in what they believe and isn't really going to get their feathers ruffled over some mean comments. And yeah, it's part of the internet life. It's unfortunate that you went through it, but again, all these negative things end up being a gift because it was my biggest blessing. Yeah. Your skin has become so thick and then you can deal with pretty much anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Okay. Let's talk about CBD. I feel like everybody knows and loves CBD at this point. If you don't know about CBD, that's fine. Let's talk about it. So CBD doesn't get you high. It is a very calming effect. It is non-psychoactive, but it's derived from hemp or marijuana. All of Cured Nutrition's products are derived from hemp. They are incredible for anti-inflammatory benefits, for helping you sleep, for helping reduce pain and inflammation in the body. Um, helps to provide pain management for people who deal with chronic pain. And the reason why I love Cured Nutrition specifically, number one, is because they have an amazing discount code for us, Blonde, which will get you 10% off of products. And I will tell you what all my favorite products are. But first, a couple other reasons why I love Cured Nutrition the most is because they have an incredible team of founders who are conscious dreamers, healers, and visionaries. I have actually one of the co-founders coming on the podcast in a couple of weeks. He's an incredibly kind human. They're a trustworthy brand because they are potent, pure, and third-party tested. They um, ship nationwide. They're very unique in the sense that they have some unique products that you really can't find anywhere else. And they're just amazing. They're based out of Boulder, Colorado. Some of my absolute favorite products are their mint tincture, which Jonathan and I literally fight over every night. I mean, we have like 10 laying around our home, but somehow in our bedroom, like one or two ends up in there and Jonathan uses so much of it every night. And then I use a smaller amount each night to sleep. It's incredible. It tastes good. It's mild. It helps me sleep incredibly well. I love their Rise, which is a nootropic daytime supplement, and their Zen, which is a calming nighttime supplement. They also have little desserts that have CBD in them. They have this incredible pain salve that I've been using on my um, Lyme joint pain for a while now. So check them out. Go to curednutrition.com. Use that code BLONDE. You will fall in love. And now let's dive back into this episode with Kenzie. I think I'm going to get into the questions. A lot of people sent in questions for okay, you. Okay, let's hear We're going to get into those. Let's see here. People were so excited to hear that you were coming on today. Um, let's see here. There are so many 
Okay, I think a lot of people will probably relate to this question. How to stay positive before making friends in LA Someone from someone who just moved here? Oh, this is such a good one because I've lived in LA for six years and I am just now, I just now have my circle and I, I'm still working on it. I think the biggest thing that I've learned is to stop focusing on what you don't have and to stop looking for the right friend. I have had friends that have come and go in LA. They just, they just have it. It just, it was lonely relationships and they just did not fit. And, you know, they were people I was meeting at work and jobs that weren't aligning with me. And it was people I was meeting doing things that didn't align with me. So the second you start doing something that aligns with you and living in your truth and living for yourself is when the right people start to come. And I think we all have this idea, like I need friends. So by the end of next week, I need to make a friend. And you have to ditch the timelines and you have to ditch the expectations and start living in alignment with you. And slowly but surely, you know, it's just my graphic designer, you know, it's like now her and I talk every day. And it's just people that I've met through what I've done and what I do that come to me when they're meant to come to me and they align with me and then your souls match and it's a relationship. And so I think a lot of people are afraid to be alone. And my biggest tip is to get comfortable with being alone. You know, I mean, I live alone and I've, of course I have lonely nights and of course I have moments, you know, on a Sunday where I'm like, I really wish I had someone or I wish I could get distracted from my work and just like partake in life a little bit more in that way. But I know it's coming when it's meant to come. And it's, I'm comfortable with being alone. I, I'm, that's, I think what people are afraid of. And so people will settle for relationships and people that aren't right to not be alone. But in the end, that's more lonely than just being alone. Truly, truly. That is the best answer I've ever heard to that question. Because it means you're truly living in the moment. Like, you know, these things are coming. Mm -hmm. You're going to be in a beautiful relationship one day. You're going to have new blossoming friendships all the time. Mm -hmm. But if it's not happening in the moment, that's okay. And that's a time to go inward. Right. And becoming your own best Mm -hmm. friend. And what do you change about your life? And it happens over time. You know, it's like, I'll go to my gym and I'll be working out for seven months. And finally, it's like, oh, that person and I are now friendly. Yes, Do you know what yes. I mean? And I think that we put so much expectation and pressure for it to happen tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And the second you whiteboard that and you just be, and you focus on yourself and how you feel inside and what's right in your life and what work you need to do on yourself, that's when it comes. I've been in friendships that were super lonely. Yeah. You know, and it, so it was true. It was more lonely than it is being alone. Mm-hmm. So that's such a good answer. I think that's going to help a lot of people. This is an interesting question. How is it being an inspiration to thousands? Is it more overwhelming or comforting? Wow. This is a good one. I've I know, been thinking about question. this one this week. It is inspiring. And I have moments where it is scary. Um, I was just telling you, but I had like a little bit of a Lyme flare up this week. Felt very bloated. My weight was fluctuating. I was getting my hot flashes just my one of my little episodes. And I had this moment where I did not, I was worried almost because now I have this 
business and this account that gets run all day and I have a fulfillment center and orders are going out and I have people who help me make everything go round and they turn to me for help or for me to tell them what to do. And I'm also, you know, an inspiration in the health and wellness world. So I had this moment where I was like, do I say that I'm not feeling well or do I just act like everything's okay? Because people do my reset and they ask me for advice and I don't want to look like, well, now my health suffering. So I had that moment and then I decided to just say that I was having a week with my health. And the second I did, I swear I felt lighter. I swear my bloating went down. I swear I just, I slept better last night. I announced it yesterday and I just felt better. And I think I learned time and time again that, you know, you just have to have courage and be real. And the realer you are, the stronger people look at you as, you know, because we're all human and we all have issues and everyone goes through things. And I think that's something I have to remind myself quite a bit is absolutely in the health and wellness space. You kind of feel like you should have it together. Yeah. And that's something that I do in most, most ways, but I am also human. And so that's something that I'm really telling myself to just be okay with talking about and be open. Every time I do, it just le- opens a new door and I feel better and I feel more connected to my community, but it is very humbling to be an inspiration to so many. And it is so different from who I was five years ago. Right. I mean, it's, it's incredible. Honestly. It's so cool. It really yeah. is. Yeah. That makes sense. And I think it's always, always the best choice to be real, mm-hmm. even when it's really scary. And that's what resonates with people because mm-hmm. nobody's perfect. And anyone who's portraying a perfect life or perfect health is lying. I mean, oh, I know if they are living that perfect life, more power to them. But I don't really think that that's realistic. Mm-hmm. So I think sharing those ups and downs is always going to help people. I know when I saw your stories yesterday about your Lyme flare up, I just feel comfort. It's like, yeah. okay, I'm not the only person who gets Lyme flare ups. Yeah. I'm not the only person who lives a really healthy life who gets these flare ups and has bad days. So the honesty is appreciated. Yes. I know people love it. This is a good question from someone named Hannah. How long did it take for your business to grow enough to have a sustainable income? Well, that was very fast because it gained traction very fast. But I will say that I was broke and struggling for five years. I was in debt very in debt. And money was my biggest anxiety. It was my biggest anxiety as a child. I watched my parents talk about money in front of me all the time. I knew it was the end of the month. I knew all of these things at a very young age. And so um, I always wanted to make good money, not because I wanted to be this bougie girl, but because I did not want myself or my loved ones to have heartache over it. Because I feel like money can bring a lot of heartache to a lot of people and cause a lot of stress. And I think, you know, especially going through Lyme, like I, it was hard for me to pay for my doctors. I was like, what am I? It's so expensive. And I was, you know, working just hourly. So what I've learned about money is that it's just a currency. And when you do good in the world, it comes to you. And again, it was when I stopped focusing on the money. It was, I saw this girl 
she kept replying. I said this story, but she kept replying to my stories about how she wished she would have done it before vacation. And I did not approach her and like, oh, maybe she'll post. I approached her because she'd done it so many times that I thought, okay, I'm going to help you. And I helped her. And that's what started my business. And that's what started the money coming. So I stopped focusing on the money. And for a long time, I was focused on the money. And you have to stop worrying about the money and worrying about doing good. And if you do good in this world, it comes back to you. And I was in IIN and I took a call with a businessman and I was really struggling with money. I didn't even know how I was going to pay my rent. And he said to me on the phone, money's just a currency. If you do good, it will come. And at the time I was like, what are you talking about? How? I thought I was going to talk to him and he's going to send me rent money. Like I was like in my head, I was like, he's going to pay my rent. Yeah. You know? And he said that and he hung up and I was so frustrated. But now I can say with confidence that it's just a currency. (laughs) Right. Because sometimes you have to... You have to go through what you have to go through before you can fully embrace certain things. For sure. But absolutely. For sure. energy. Abundance is energy. And when you're helping people and when you're focused on actually wanting to make people feel good and feel better, good things come. It's the right intention. Mm -hmm. You know, I know that money comes when people have the right intention. So it's when it comes from a good place. Yeah. And like we were saying before, when you were living in a very negative mindset and getting the flat tire and the rain and all those things. I really truly believe in the law of attraction and that when you're in a really negative headspace, more negative things happen or the things that happen just feel so much more negative. But when you're in a positive headspace and something, a road bump occurs and you can realize it's not the end of the world, then that's the easiest way to get out of it. And I think you're such such an example of that and such a testament to living in the flow of the Mm -hmm. universe, which brings me to one of my questions for you. So we were talking when you got here about your astrologer Mm -hmm. and I'm just curious how spirituality plays a role in your life and astrology and kind of Yeah. Just what role does all of that play in your life? A huge role. I mean, every day it gets stronger and stronger. I, when I changed my mindset from being negative and I started to see what happened when I was positive with the law of attraction and how I was able to handle things when I was positive and how they didn't stop me in my tracks, that really sparked it. But what also, I mean, I, I'm an Aries and anytime I've been into astrology for You're a such long time, but it was like, anytime I've heard anything about the Aries, it's like someone speaking into my soul. Like sometimes I feel exposed. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm exposed. You right. know me. Um, and so, you know, I've been very big on astrology for years, but not like diving deep into like exactly what it is. But like I have, you know, a horoscope practice I do every single morning with this astrologer from, um, where's she from? Australia. And so it was just because it really helped guide me. And I feel like it's the, you know, I didn't grow up religious and I didn't grow up with any ritual at all, but astrology has been the ritual that's brought me back to myself. So that's like really what, and then I had a really incredible reading recently, you know, at the beginning of the year to talk about my year and who I was in my past life. And I just, it was so spoke on who I am and even things that I was sensing that I needed to work on in my life. You know, it was brought up and the why it was brought up and like 
to see my chart and to see someone speak about my soul and everything I feel inside, you know, I, I, I feel like oftentimes I carry a lot. I'm really independent. I carry a lot of responsibility. I'm really young, but I've done a lot. And, you know, I hold it very high and I don't, I talk about it and I talk about my experiences, but I don't think people really know like how much I hold on to. And astrology is the one thing where I feel like I can breathe, you know, I feel protected and I feel safe. And so beautiful. I, I just, uh, yeah, it's something that I am just like wanting to dive so much deeper into and learn more about, but I so believe in all of that. I really do. And I just, it's helped my life too. Um, just believing in the law of attraction and all of that. I just, yeah, it's a game yeah, changer. It is. For real. It is. So you're in Aries yes. sun. Do you know your moon sign and your rising? Gemini. Moon, Gemini. Moon is Gemini. Do you know your rising sign? Yes. And now I'm blinking. I know. Sometimes it's hard when you're... It might not- be Pisces, I want Ooh. to say, which is very... I think it's Pisces. Um, yes, because I've had a lot of Pisces guy encounters in my life. Oh, nice. And they've been very, very weird, all of them. And she was like, <laughs> yeah, that's very weird because that's your rising sign. Right. And yeah. Pisces men, I will say. I can't speak for all Pisces men, but I did date one. So interesting. Pisces men and I are not a good match. Same. And not at all. It took me four times to realize that. Oh, wow. But so because that's like I'm intrigued by Pisces, and this is why I know it's my rising. I'm, I can say that with confidence. I'm intrigued by them. I'm very attracted to them. I like the mystery. I'm an Aries. So I love the mystery and I love the like, you won't tell me who you truly are, but let me find out. Right. But I'm over that phase of my life. <laughs> yeah. Well, we all have to go through our patterns yeah. and our phases. And Pisces too are super emotional and sensitive. That's and hard if, for me. If you have that in your rising mm-hmm. while you're an Aries sun mm-hmm. and a Gemini moon, I can only imagine the, I don't want to say complexities, complexities that all of that brings. It gets very messy, very fast. And just in who I am too. I mean, and that's, I think what I was just discussing with my astrologer is my biggest task this year and just in my life right now is opening up my heart and that sensitive side to me because I am sensitive and I, I do care, but I have this like fiery exterior and it is very hard for me to get in there. It is very, that's really like my biggest difficulty right now in my life. Yeah. I mean, you're a fat, you are the quintessential fire sign. Fire. Yeah. And she said, she said, I've never seen a chart like yours in my entire life. She was like, this is an insane chart. It I want to see it. Fiery. It is intense. I'm going to send it to you. Yeah, please. She and said, is can- it fiery, intense, and not normal? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can tell by just like, by knowing you. And mm-hmm. I feel like I've known you since before today. So I can tell. Um, do you know your human design by any chance? No. Okay. So if you send me your birth info, okay. I can look it up. Okay. And then I can put it in the intro so people listening Please can know. Do. I oh, get asked that wait. all the time. I think, okay, if I had to guess, which I'm often wrong, sometimes I'm right. I would say maybe a manifesting generator. Because you're like, I think so. go, go, go. <laughs> yeah. Or you could even be something more similar to me. I'm a reflector. You could be a projector perhaps because you are super solo Mm -hmm. and projectors and reflectors, we do thrive off of being solo and, and spending a lot of time alone. 
but I don't know. You strike me as more of a manifesting generator. I get asked a lot how I manifest because, and my family jokes with me too, because they say, I say I'm something is going to happen. And now they say, oh, we, we know it's going to, because everything you said, but the way I manifest is I say it's going to happen and I do it. It's like, right. you just I give it no option it. to not happen. I'm the kind of, per- I jump in. I'm like, I'll figure out the details later, right. but this has to happen. Maybe you're a manifester in human design. <laughs> I mean, because that is like, when it comes to human design, that's what manifestors do. There's no mm-hmm. strategy really other than to just dive right in. Um, and I'm not a human design chart reader, but I'm obsessed with it. And I want to get I into cannot this. Wait. I cannot wait to look yours up. Um, so fun. I know I'm thinking about it, but I love that you're into astrology. And I love that. I think that spiritual side will continue to be very healing for you mm-hmm. um, as an Aries and as a workaholic and as a person who has struggled with, with health and so many other things, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um it's just such a divine light in our lives. It is. And it's it, so it's special. Mm-hmm. It's really a guide to who you are, who yeah. your soul is. It's so special. So before we get into the rapid fire questions that okay. I ask everyone, um, one other question I have for you is you've done a really good job, it seems, of building a team mm-hmm. and building out your brand. So asking for help. How has that gone and what would be your tips for doing that? Well, it has been rocky. I've lost thousands and thousands of dollars finding the right team. I have a vision, I have expectations, and I know what I like. So I've hired lots of different people and they haven't been right. And I've immediately jumped out after money was spent, which is fine. But I'm you know, someone who I would rather put my name on something incredible than settle. So that was really big. And I I mean, my tip is honestly trial and error. You know, I think you're not going to, how do you know until you know? And it's like when you meet anyone, you know, you meet the person and it clicks, you meet the friend and it clicks, you find the job and it clicks. It was just like that. It was, you know, I think I was searching for someone to understand my soul and my brand because I'm very creative and I have a lot of ideas, but as you know, it's like when you're writing, when you're getting your message across, when you you need some help to like bring it to life. Otherwise, you almost can't even see it yourself at a certain point. And so it was that, I mean, I just dug, I dug. I looked for photographer after photographer and graphic designer after designer. And when I finally found the right people, it was that instant click. It was like, oh, we're meant to be. And they felt that too. I mean, my photographer she had PCOS or has PCOS. And so immediately before we even talked about photos, I told her what I was doing and she was immediately food combining and mm-hmm. loves it. And, you so know, so amazing. it's like she lives it. And yeah. so when she takes my photos and she knows me, you know, it's like we have that soul connection where she knows me. So it was just that moment where it was like, okay, that works. And I'm going to stick with that. And then the same with the designer. That was really hard. The designer was the hardest part because they're very expensive and there's so many out there. Yeah. Um, And yeah, and I mean, I have a great business manager, like a CPA who manages my money and I have manager who manages my talent. And it was all just those moments where it aligned. And my manager who manages me, just social media based, she emailed me about a month or two after my big internet thing went on. And, you know, it was like when I talked to her on the phone, I just could breathe again. It was like she 
had been watching me for a while and she loved my message. And so it was that breath of fresh air was like, oh, and I have support now, you know, and it's just such a difference now when you could pick up the phone and call someone and be like, hey, you know, let me just talk this through. Definitely. Versus holding it inside. And so, yeah, I've now built this incredible team where I've got, you know, I have a quote and it's in my inbox and beautifully designed how I want it. And my photographer and my photos come to life. And it just was trial and error. And I think that you just have to go through, just like you interview people almost, you know, mm-hmm. you, you go on a date, you're kind of interviewing your dates, see if they're the right match. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like it's worked out really well. And just knowing that sometimes it's not a right fit and that's mm-hmm. okay. And not staying with it. You seem like the kind of person who will just be okay with that and move on to the next. I'm very okay very, with that. It's a very good Because I don't want to stick in that no. I, you know, I don't, I, I want to feel good and I want to mm-hmm. feel proud. And so I want it to be right. And I, I also do, I think there's something to be said when you're in the space we're in. I think health and wellness and body and the things we talk about is fragile. And for a lot of people, it's very fragile and it's, um, it brings up a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so when you have, my biggest thing is I only want people on my team who understand what I'm doing. For sure. Who understand my message, who understand like the lemon water. You know, I have right. my, dis- like they send me, like they're doing it now. And so they feel it. And so they help my work come to life. Yeah. Yeah, it has to be that it way. Has to people be. who totally believe in what you're doing and your message and are not going to try to change it, but mm-hmm. just support support your creative mm-hmm. endeavors and all the amazing things that mm-hmm. come. I love it. Okay. So rapid fire okay. time. So we already talked about your sun rising and moon signs, which I'm obsessed with. Um, what's one thing you've never been asked in an interview that you wish you've been asked? Oh, I know it's hard. That's really hard. I know you can think about it. That's really, you know what I was thinking the other day, this is very funny and like very random, but I was thinking, I have this like crazy love for Ashton Kutcher. Like I'm like obsessed with Ashton Kutcher and I saw him the other night at a restaurant and I had this moment where I was like, I wish someone would ask me on a question, like what's one thing that people like, what's like one thing people don't know about you? Yeah, what is one thing? It's like, I, because I don't really talk about like my typing guys and like I'm single and I I never talk about that, but it's like, I always have that little, like that little thing for Ashton Kutcher that I feel like people would have no idea that I would even, I'm not like, I don't watch movies. I talk about how I don't watch TV, you know, and I have that little thing. I I love that that. the other day. (laughs) That's amazing. Okay. So if there are any Ashton Kutcher types out there listening, they should reach out to you. Yes. I, I don't know that. what it is. No, I get it's it. Something. I mean, he's so, so adorable and like... And I'm not the person who gets starstruck. I'm not, but I've seen him multiple times at, and that's like, I'm like, <gasps> Ooh, I freeze. That's so cool. <laughs> but it's funny that you asked that because I had that moment where I was like, I wish someone would ask me so I could tell people. Yeah, <laughs> that's so fun. I love learning things that people might not necessarily no. know. Yeah. What's another thing that people might not know about you? What is another thing people... There's so many things I feel like people don't know about me that, I mean, I just... People, when they meet me, they... I think people don't know how actually like lighthearted and funny and sense of humor I have. I think online, I get portrayed as very 
serious. I'm very business orientated. I get shit done. And people, you know, I, people will say, oh, you eat so perfect. You always work out. And it's like, yes, I have these amazing rituals I've created, but I'm not as wound up, I think, and rigid as people may think I am. Like I'm very funny. I'm very loud. I'm very bold. And it's this moment when you, I have a wall for sure. And I have my Kenzie, who I present myself as. And the second you're in, it's like this funny, loud, goofy person. Yeah. Yes. I love that. Yes. Yeah. Because online, it is more, we see more of like Mm -hmm. your business side and serious, get Mm -hmm. things done kind of side. I love that. And I can tell that there is I mean, obviously, like yes. there's always a person behind the um, portrayal. That For we sure. See. I love it. Um, what are your favorite foods? Fruit. Mm-hmm, <laughs> of course. My favorite foods are fruit. I love, love fruit. I love fruit as a child. That was always my favorite food. So what's your favorite fruit? I love papaya. Me too. That is my favorite. eating some before you got it's here. It's just so special. Mm-hmm. There's something it's about it so, so special. Good. Yeah, I, I have love papaya. Like those huge papayas on yes. the counter over there. They're really good right now too. I know. I'm it's happy. a good time for them. Mm-hmm. Um, I love papaya. Mm. I love mango and banana. Same. Love banana. They're so banana's good. Banana's such a comfort food. It is. Yeah, I eat it's so like many when bananas in, doubt, in a, a banana. Day. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's true. Um, who is your inspiration? My inspiration is Jesse Itzler. Oh, so he is the husband of Sarah Blakely, who owns Spanx. Oh, right. Um, and I found him through a podcast with Ed Milet, who is also a big, big inspiration of mine. But I found him and I was listening to his episode. And I started to love him for his mindset uh, around life. And then I found out he has done fruit till noon for 27 years. What? Yes. That's so, so cool. He's my biggest inspiration. He has four children. He has, I mean, done so many things in business. He's, you know, started Marquee Jets and that coconut water um, starts with a Z. Zico? Zico? Or Zico? No, Zico. not Zico. No, not Zico. Z. Zico? Anyone would know it. It's Mm -hmm. like the biggest coconut water. You see it everywhere. Um, He has all these companies, but he lives off of building his life resume. So he does all of these experiences and he does these insane merit. Like he did this run this past fall called The Last Man Standing, where you run a four mile course through the woods. It's like terrain up and down until you're the last man standing. And he is 51 years old and he made it he ran 80 miles and oh my God. he was in the top five who made it. I mean, he looked, I was watching online. He looked dead when yeah. he finished. It was just like blue in the face, but wow. I just admire how much he gives, you know, he gives to himself. He gives to his children. He's big on food combining. And I just, he's someone who just like does it all in a way that's really admirable. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. He sounds awesome. He's really cool. You need to to look him up. You need to follow him. He's fun to follow. I will. So cool. I love learning about someone new. Are you a night person or a morning person? It depends. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It depends. Um, Productivity has been depending lately. Some mornings I get up and I'm ready to take it. And some days I need a slower start and I can get it at night. Um, But on average... Kenzie, like just like a normal is, you know, I'm like, I go to bed at 11 and I wake up at six. Like my mornings are pretty productive in the sense that 
I work out, I eat, I I really have my me time in the morning and I do my thing in the morning. The mornings are always for me. So mm-hmm. I was never a morning person, but now I would say that I am. Um, and I just, I do love mornings. Like I, there's something very special to me. And yeah. I would rather, I would rather go to brunch than to dinner. Same. Like any So day. I guess I would say morning person. Yeah, yeah I, I like that. my sleep. Mm-hmm. I like my sleep and I'm tired at night. Like I like to go to bed. Me too. But I do like the morning. I love the air in the morning and it's fresh. I love going to like a coffee shop before anyone else is there. Yeah. It's special. So nice. Um, coffee or tea? Coffee, but I wish it was tea. <laughs> I know. Me too. If I wasn't so addicted to coffee, things would be different. Me too. I mean, I'll go through eight months where I'll cut it and I feel mm-hmm. so good. And then I bring it back. And it's like that one thing that I'm not willing to fully I know. give up. But I think we all need those we things all that do. we love. That's that thing for me. Me for too. Sure. It's coffee. Me too. Yeah. In the morning. Yeah. <laughs> if you were a color, what color best represents your energy? White. Ooh, love. Yeah, that's like a so very university yes. soul color. Yes. I mean, I can't even tell you. Like when I look into your eyes and I see like the immediate really? shape shifting that happens, it's so cool. Oh, that makes me so happy. And white is your aura. It is. Yeah. It's White's my white. color. Usually I will see like a few colors in people's auras. Now I'm looking at it. No, mine's white. Yeah. It's yeah. so cool. Thank you for letting me yes. into your energy. Some people, I mean, you say you have a wall up, but mm-hmm. you really don't. I mean, at least right now, like yeah, I can see I mean, right into your energy. I'm very big on people. Right. Very big on people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when I feel it, I feel it. Same. Yeah. So good. Um, what's on the horizon for you? What's coming up? I have so much, so much coming up. I just have a lot of plans for for where everything's going to go. And I don't even know if I... I'm allowed to say yet, yeah, just because they're so like, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, you have to wait and see. But there's so much. I have so much um, as far as my brand. I think I have like three big things I'm going to be launching and doing this year. Wow. So they're really exciting. And then personally, I'm just focusing more on my soul and being in the now, being present, getting out of my ego and into Beautiful. my heart space. Beautiful. Yes. I love that. And then finally, what's a day in the life like for you? So with like food and mm-hmm. life. Okay. Food and life. So we'll just I know walk people you. will want to know what yes. you eat. So I wake up at like 6, 6.30 and I make a cup of warm water with lemon and I have a probiotic. And then I usually have a little bowl of fruit. So this is my favorite time in the morning. I'll make like I'll cut up a papaya and I'll make a little coconut milk latte, put some cinnamon in there. And I sit down and I do my horoscope and I write out what I'm like. I I read my horoscope, this little subscription that I've just been so attached to. And I've actually done coaching with her. She's just someone I'm really aligned with. And so I read my horoscope and I journal kind of as I'm reading it. And I just, I journal. And that's like my little ritual that I do every single morning. And then from there, I usually exercise. Um, I have trainers that I work with that like I'm very, very into boxing lately or I'll go to hot yoga, but I always, I like to start my day with a workout. It's That's one thing with my Lyme that's made me feel better is I would get really bad migraines. And so I found when I would get my heart rate up, even on my weakest days, it would like, I would just go because if my heart rate really makes me feel better, it wakes me up. 
So um, I work out every day for that reason. And after I do that, I feel ready for the day. So I go to my workout and then from there, it's I start working. And this is where I am making a system. My dad's coming to help me this week streamline my work because this is where I kind of not mess up, but it's just, you know, I should go home, get showered and then work, but it's that damn phone. So it's, if I accidentally start responding to emails in that little period that I get home, it's my mornings kind of thrown off. But on a good day, you know, I'll get home and I'll have more fruit. I'm always hungry after a workout. So I'll make like a really beautiful smoothie and put spirulina in there. And then I work and I usually go to the clubhouse where I work. It's better for me to get out of my house because I spend a lot of time at home and I like to try to separate it. And I, I usually eat out lunch if I'm not home. I will get a salad or veggies or avocado toast. I like to eat out at lunch. Um, otherwise, I just feel like I cook and clean all day and totally. work from home. It's this like it's thing where I'm like, like, it'll be 6 p.m. If I stay home and I'm like, okay, I've done the dishes eight times. Same. I'm still in my workout clothes and I still need to work all night. Like, yeah. So I try to get out of my space and keep my house, my home. Um, so I go work and I'll work all day and then I will come home and I always <clears throat> cook myself a really nice dinner. That is my time. I put my phone away. I put music on. I put a podcast on and I cook myself dinner. I love cooking myself dinner. It's like, yes, it is. It's really important. And you put love into your food and you're in the moment. Um, and I cook all the veggies. <laughs> Delicious. I know your food always looks amazing yeah, on it with the veggies. Yeah. So I love to cook. That's like a little passion of mine. Me too. It's so fun. Yeah. And then my nights, um, sometimes I'll go to a yoga class. If I've already, if I've done like a workout workout and I haven't done yoga yet, yoga yet I'll go to a workout class. Um, I have a sauna at my house. So I'll go in the sauna, which I'm sure you do too. Yep. There it is. <laughs> so I love my sauna and I'll just do something for me. And some nights I do work and then I put my phone away half an hour before I go to bed and I drink a cup of tea and I go to bed. And that's like a normal worky, like a Monday through Friday day right. in the life. <laughs> Sounds great. Yeah. It's yeah. a good day. I feel like you're good at getting out and about for an entrepreneur who could easily work from home. Yes. It's nice to get dressed and go out and about and something that I've missed since being so sick. And I end up a lot like working from my bed or working from the couch because I can't even fathom leaving. That was like the last couple of years, but yeah, I get that. Feeling. I get inspired by the things that you share um, to just get out and about to do work because it's nice to separate it from home. It is, and even I mean, where I work is busy. There's people around, and there's meetings happening. But I kind of thrive off of that energy, and it almost puts me in my zone more. Where yeah. when I'm home, I can get what I need to get done in that day. It doesn't get done in a short amount of time. It gets done throughout the whole day into the night. And there's a lot of like the kitchen and the like. I'm gonna put a face mask on. I'm gonna take the face mask off. Like there's a lot of dawdling. You know the yeah. laundry. The UPS guy came. It's like interrupted. Yeah. And when it I'm, makes sense. Yeah. When I'm somewhere else, I'm in the zone, and I really feed off of other people's energy. So I like to be around that kind of yeah. puts me in my tunnel. Okay. That makes me think you are probably a manifester <laughs> or a manifesting generator. I can't wait to look it up. Yeah, yeah We can do it wait. right after this. Um, 
Amazing. So tell everyone where they can find you. My Instagram is at Kenzie Burke and my website's KenzieBurkeHealth.com. Amazing. Everything's there. Yay. Fabulous. Well, you guys definitely have to go check Kenzie out if you're not already following her. This was so fun. I'm so happy. Such a good conversation. Thank you for coming. Thank you. First of many. Yes. I can feel it. Absolutely. All right, guys. Isn't Kenzie incredible? It was such an honor and so much fun to have her on the podcast. I feel such a sister energy the way that I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast. I feel like I've known her my whole life and for many lifetimes. And I'm just so inspired by her, so impressed. I know that her entrepreneurial journey will be such an inspiration to so many of you. So check her out on Instagram and on her website. Check out her 21-day reset and her 10-day reboot. And you'll see what I mean about how these programs are truly iconic. They're beautiful. She does such a phenomenal job. Her vision is exquisite and she puts it together so well. She is so unbelievably Pleiadian, which you know I love. Um, And of course, this was not something that she was aware of or into, but she's open to learning. And I saw it all over her face, how wise she is and what an old soul she is. And it's just remarkable. So we are very excited to share this episode with you definitely check her out and thank you to our sponsors hum nutrition and cured nutrition you can find the links and the discount codes in the show notes also just wanted to give a little shout back to um the solo episode that i recorded about the coronavirus and different things we can be doing to maintain the high vibrational feelings and meditate and stay calm in the face of panic. So check out that episode. It's the most recent episode before this one, an impromptu solo episode here for all of you guys. You guys are not alone. Also join our soul on fire podcast tribe on Facebook. Check out the balance bond digital store and the new plant-based ebook that you can find in there. And then if you are so kind to rate and review the podcast, I will send you a free gift, my Soul on Fire yoga ebook. So rate and review, send a screenshot to jordan at thebalancebond.com and I will thank you personally with that free gift. And with that, I hope everyone has a great day. Stay safe, stay feeling good. There's a lot happening in the world right now. And the more that we come together, the better we will feel, the quicker we will get away from all the negativity surrounding what's going on right now and the quicker we can help heal the world. So never, ever, ever take kindness and love for granted. Remember that you're not alone and love, love, love this episode with Kenzie. Hope everyone has a great day. Talk soon.